This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Bad beat. Is McCaffrey right side breaks the tackle. Good shot. Move gets it. Still going. The Panthers gonna score. Now back to Will and Diddy on 95.7 The Game. Uh, Spadone, do you take requests? Sure. I don't want to hear anymore. I, I, I don't. I don't like. That was positive that though. Was, no, but it wasn't. That is not to me. That wasn't even a football game. It was just an odd out-of-body experience. Listen, everybody's going to remember, I loved listening to Bonte and Joe talk about their build-up and then their build-out of the game experience. Um, We had a funny experience, too. You know this. And next-level flag football is like half of what's going on in our house every weekend. Sure. Love it. How'd you guys do? Did you get a win? Got a dub. 20 to 7. How many tugs for your boy? Uh, no tugs yesterday. Yo, they, no tugs. Did yeah. they bracket him? Spread it around a little bit. Yeah. they. Because they, they, yeah, if I'm scheming against your team, I'm shutting Abe, I'm shutting Jude down. Well, Sorry. I, you know, Abe would probably he, he'd unstoppable yeah, his, on 16. His, his, but. Him and his quarterback <laughs> were not always on the same page okay. yesterday. And uh, Did that, he throw some Iguodala at his quarterback? No, no, no. no they, were, they were on the same page okay. conceptually. Okay. They weren't physically on the same page. Gotcha. Right? Just, you know, th- little throws a little behind little ahead, run the long route, whatever. All that stuff was going on. But they did fine. They won the game. He had a blast. All good. So uh, we're at the age bracket where uh, his game ended at noon. It was 11 to noon. And and the dads and moms, quite frankly, everybody's out there kind of almost like joking around with the league officials and the refs like, we don't need halftime right. today. Let's <laughs> go. They're eight years old. They don't need oranges. Let's go. Get out of here at 1140. We got somewhere to be, totally. right? So here's the other thing. One of the dads who's coaching his team grew up in... <clears throat> Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, boy. This I man is draped from head to toe in green. And everybody, like, it's we're friends. It's all good, right? It's before the game, so it's smiles, it's handshakes, and it's have a good time. And he, he, he literally gathers the team after their victory and hands in. Guys, I'm so proud of you today. You did a great job, great effort out there. And there's only one thing left to say. And I knew exactly what he was going to do when he did it. He just, like, bellows out, Go Eagles! Oh, and he starts screaming at everybody. Ah, everyone's having fun with each other. And that's kind of my point. Like, we all ran for our cars because we were all so excited for this experience that we've been waiting for and an answer who's better can us mas macho 15 minutes later the experience was over yeah it was over and and so to me it was just an odd sort of processing of what was unfolding not just the end of the 49ers season but the the robbing of the 3 hours that we had set aside all week for something that we thought was going to be epic. I think for you to say that it was over after 15 minutes is disrespectful to Josh Johnson and the job he did up until the point where he was unable to catch a snap that was hurled directly into his hands because he led the team on a touchdown drive. Christian McCaffrey played a huge part of it. It was 7-7 to with your backup quarterback. So at that moment, when Christian McCaffrey evaded one, jumped over a second, and trucked two others to tie the game, there was no thought in anyone's mind of, oh, this game's over, they can't win. Mm. There was, I mean, 
It was, was an uphill battle. I still felt that It was way. a tie game. Yeah, I, I know. That's a defeatist got, mentality. He the, got a short field, Dibs, and they ran the ball in the end zone on the epic And they scored a touchdown. Right, so I'm not and giving they, Johnson... they had a nasty defense. I'm giving Johnson zero credit And that's for on that. you. If, if you want to give him that's no credit, opinion. that's your opinion, <laughs> and you're entitled to it. But when they tie the game in the second quarter in Philadelphia, I myself was thinking, okay, if you did it with Brock Purdy, a third stringer, maybe you could do it with Josh Johnson, a fourth stringer. And even when he got the ball back, down 14-7 with a minute 40 to go in all three timeouts, and they immediately pick up a first down on the first play, I was thinking, okay, maybe you can get another 20 or 30 yards, get a field goal, you get the ball to start the third quarter. This game is not over here. I'm cheering when Christian McCaffrey goes in. Don't get me wrong, but in my heart of hearts... Are you asking me if I thought the 49ers had a good chance to win the game? No. But you didn't no. turn the game off. Well, of course I didn't turn it off. I didn't turn it off even when it was 31-7. to seven. Yeah. What else am you, I going to go you do? You wanted to. I did. We all I did. did. I, it's time to go walk the dog. I did thing. actually rack up the dishes with about seven minutes to go. Because I'm watching every snap as we all are. And it gets to 31-7. And, you know, there's eight minutes to go. And it's first and ten, run. Second and eight, yeah, run. Like I mean, third and seven, run. I went and started doing the dishes. And I, I looked up. I'm like, why is Trent Williams so angry? <laughs> why is Drake Greenlaw yeah, punching was, Philadelphia there was, Eagles? There was a lot of anger out there. There was. And you know uh, what it felt like to me, Mark, and I heard the, the roast talk about it this morning. Golden State Warriors 2019 NBA Finals against Toronto. Yeah. Where you lose KD in Game 5. KD hasn't played in nine games. KD comes back and boop, the Achilles goes. And then Game 6, Clay Thompson goes out with the ACL. That's what this kind of felt like because... You know, the Warriors-Raptors, that was a good series. And it ended not because of the injuries, but it left you wondering I know. what if. <laughs> right. What if KD and Clay were both still healthy? Right. You know, might that have gone a different way? Except for in that moment, even though you're totally compromised, you still, for instance, have a Steph Curry on the field. Uh, a, a, a football team True. without a quarterback is, is a car without an engine. So I, I just I don't even know. I don't know what anybody is supposed to do in that moment. And I think that's why the anger sort of got turned up. I'm not excusing anything that anybody on either side of the ball did at the end of the game. But I, I can tell you as a fan, it was annoying to watch late in the fourth quarter, you're up 24 points on a team that that does not have the power of the forward pass. And when an Eagle defender would like stop McCaffrey at the line of scrimmage and then celebrate like, yeah, it's like, dog, you know they're running. Of course you're going to tackle them at the line of scrimmage. And you're celebrating? Come on, man. Again, it felt like a fourth grader kicking a kindergartner. That's the nature of the sport. I know. And it's the nature it's, of the it's business. It's the nature and of being a fan to be annoyed by that. No doubt. Yeah, no so, doubt. I'm not mad at uh, at fans for being annoyed by it. But at the same time, I'm not going to look at any professional football player in an era where we gain two yards on third and one and we stand up and we point and it's a first down. It's like, dude, you ran two yards and caught a ball thrown directly to you and you got chopped down and you're going to stand up and pimp (laughs) and finger roll and point. I get it. It's the nature of the game. And they're going to the Super Bowl. They're all fired up. I get it. I'm not trying to take that from them. Uh, The guest today is you on the Bud Light guest line. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. It's all you and your thoughts on the 49ers loss at 888-957-9570. And we're coming to you right now after I read this to you. This is from Joe Thomas, Hall of Fame left tackle. Is he in the fame yet? Yeah, maybe he hadn't been gone y'all long get enough. There. Yeah, no, first gold ballot, jacket. First ballot for sure. All right. Uh, this is a four-tweet rant broken off by Joe Thomas. All the people criticizing Kyle Shanahan for blocking Hassan Reddick with their tight end need to be criticizing any team that runs effective play-action passing all season long. You can't have it both ways. You either always put your O-line on the best pass rushers, and then your play-action never looks like the run, and you never get that advantage, or you pick and choose your opportunities to run play action for huge chunk plays and you remain one of the best offenses in the NFL. There's a reason that Shanahan disciples running his offenses are taking over the league. It's because it works. Not every time, but that's the basics of running outside zone and play action pass. You have to count on your tight ends and running backs to occasionally block 
good pass rushers. And your QB just understands where the strengths and weaknesses in the protection are and where he can slide and move in the pocket to buy time for downfield throws. That from Joe Thomas. And he's absolutely right. Now, whether or not you thought that it was a good play call is a separate issue. But when you run play action, you have to run it, like Joe was saying, with the threat of the tight end being live in the pass game. And so you run that play action fake, and then Brock Purdy comes out of it, and oh, snap, I've got somebody in my face Brock Purdy maybe should have swallowed it or gotten rid of it sooner. This is a rookie quarterback, inexperienced quarterback, facing the most daunting pass rush he's faced all year. But the play call, in and of itself, that's the nature of play action. You're you're trusting Tyler Croft to be able to block a guy, or at least maybe slow a guy. Just for a second. (laughs) You get a piece of him, (laughs) and he didn't. He whiffed on it. And Hassan went by, Hassan Reddick went by and blew up your quarterback, and that's just the way that goes. Yep, uh, and it, so goes the season. Peter and Milbray on Willard and Dibs. Hey, Peter, what are you doing? Uh, thinking about how crazy people are. Um, <laughs> first off, to the person who called and said that Brock Purdy, like, I've, I've just been reading it all over the place, that Brock Purdy saw. Are you kidding me? Like, just, just, just stop. Just stop right away. Like, this guy has done a lot more than anybody else has the whole season at the quarterback position. So we need to, like, not turn turncoat on this kid because he got hurt. Okay? Second, I, I, I just, there's just so much to go on. Like, oh, my God, I had, I had it and I can't think of it anymore. <laughs> like, what? Yeah. Like, what? Like, like how, how do you, how can someone come out and say now that, you know, like, oh, anybody can run this offense. Did, did just play the last, the first two quarters of the of the last game. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. And that's all I gotta say. Really, yeah. I mean, there's a lot more, but it's just going through my head. Thank you, Peter. Peter, I think, yeah, the, the emotion, the, the, the emotion is sleeve, the yeah. emotion is obvious, and uh, yet also uh, rational uh, in 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 what you're saying. And 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 this is what we do. And and believe me. Um, you know what I had more of? More than bad 49er takes? Uh, I had text messages yesterday of, oh, get ready for this tomorrow. Get ready for that tomorrow. Yeah. And you you and I have been doing I it. I sent you get, one on the email. Get Just get for, ready for get it. Get ready for Brock Purdy is soft. Get ready for Tom Brady. Get ready for Aaron Rodgers. Some of my best friends on the planet within the last 24 hours have texted me some of the stupidest stuff that I've ever seen in my entire life. Man. Love y'all. I'm not going to text you back on some of this. Okay? But this is what we do. Because as a group, whether you want to call it society or just being humans, when things are emotionally frustrating for us, we go for blame. It's where our brains go. We go for blame. It's human nature. And that's understandable. And it's not to say that blame never exists, but it's rarely healthy, number one. And... It eliminates situations like this, where, as Eric Armstead said, that's life. Yesterday sucked on every level. That's life. That it possibly could. And in little spots, you can say, oh, throw the red hanky. Oh, I didn't like this play call. The larger picture of yesterday is that it stunk out loud. We got robbed of the game we wanted to see. That's life. It's no one's fault. The 49ers aren't a bad organization. How many free agents yesterday sat in the locker room with tears in their eyes because they don't want to leave this organization? Some of the new guys talking about how we've never seen, we've never been treated this classy in our lives. It's not a bad organization. It's not a bad coach. It's not a bad GM. It's not a bad quarterback. They don't want to blow stuff up. This was an unbelievable season that ended in an awful, awful way. And that's life. That is life. It's football is what it is. And, you know, you can blame whoever you want to blame. Kyle Shanahan, if he challenges that and they don't get the first down and the 49ers get the ball back, but Brock Purdy still gets hurt <laughs> and Josh Johnson still gets hurt, you still lose the Probably football Probably going to go the same way. So yep. if we want to talk about... What happened? The things that happened that went against you in order of importance. Brock Purdy is unable to throw the football because he gets hurt. 
the single most important. Number two, Josh Johnson fumbling down 14-7, giving Philadelphia a short field and scoring a touchdown to make it 21-7. The third most important thing that happened against you was Josh Johnson getting concussed because then you had no quarterback. Because I firmly believe that if Josh Johnson wouldn't have fumbled and if he wouldn't have gotten hurt and you go to the locker room down 14-7, you get the ball to start the third quarter, maybe, just maybe... You can stay in that football game. Maybe you go down and get a field goal with Josh Johnson. Maybe you end up punting it, but you're only down 14-7 and you still have a healthy quarterback. The fourth most important thing that happened against you was Kyle Shanahan not challenging that fourth down pass in the first quarter. The fifth most important thing (laughs) that happened against you was the slew of penalties that were dubious at best. Three of them, two of them probably were bad calls. Three of them might have been bad calls. However you want to look at it, the flags went against you. That was the fifth worst thing that happened against you. So if you add up all those things that went against you. <laughs> that's amazing. They only lost by 24. Exactly, Mark. Yeah, you no, lose I, that game. That's a good list. You lose that's two quarterbacks. List. You blow a challenge. You fumble inside your own half at the end of a half. And you get a ton of flags that go against you. You lose the game. Yeah, yeah I don't exactly. care who you're playing. No, um, and that's not excuses. These are facts. Jennifer Lee Chan had an interesting observation. JLC. JLC was down in the tunnel watching the players come off the field and noticed a different emotion in them walking off the field from last year's NFC Championship loss. And again, these are just through her eyes, but her observation was obviously both teams walking off the field are incredibly disappointed, but it appeared that last year's team felt collectively much more like we just blew an opportunity. This year's group looked like we never had the opportunity. They know what it means when you lose your guy. You lose your guy and the rest of the things that you just pointed out. Um, They never had a chance. Right. Big Dave in San Leandro next up on Willard and Dibs. Hey, Dave, what are you doing? I'm uh, just taking a break from work, walking the dog. Uh, nice day outside. And I'll tell you what, yeah, for me, I was thinking the same thing. I didn't hear it on the roast, but the closest thing for me, it, it would be the Warriors against the Raptors. I know we had Steph Curry, but losing Clay after losing KD, that kind of took the window out of the cell. So very similar to that. And then, yeah, we could play the, the one-if game all day. I'd add number six to your list, Dibs. Uh, no forced turnovers. Yeah, I didn't, you know, the Niners usually pretty big on that. So, yeah, disappointing. Um, but I wanted to throw this out. I've read different reports online. I, I'm a big fan of the Art of War. You know, it's not the best prepared for the worst. I really do hope that Purdy is not too serious. And he's our number one quarterback going to next year. Lance back them up. But let's just say, um, playing devil's advocate, if Purdy is out, worst case scenario, for a year, what are we going to do at QB? Because I don't think... Running with Trey Lance and Johnson backing him up is going to do it. And I really, I heard you, and I heard your boys, you texting me and whatnot. But seriously, we should think about bringing Tom Brady on for one year, and it'd be like a storybook ending for him. We can win, if he can win one more Super Bowl with the Niners, and then and then retire, and then we get uh, Purdy back. That's going to be awesome. Okay, so Dave, let, let, let me answer it with a text message exchange that I had with someone named Doctor Narav Pandya. Last night at 9.45 p.m. Don't be texting my doc behind no, my did. back. I did. You I need did. to conference me into I that. I did. I texted him. I texted him. He texted back. Right? He's a good dude. I didn't slide into his DMs. I thought that was a little bit too intimate. Way too intimate. And you might get hit with a copay. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so funny if you hit you with right. a copay. So I, I think this is important for everybody to know because... <laughs> that would 20 be bucks. Venmo receipt. <laughs> totally. Comes. All right, request. Um, so, <laughs> exactly. So, so here's what he said, because I know a lot of people are wondering, and, and, and the first response is... Look, before you get to your Tom Brady take already, can we find out what the injury is? MRI today. We MRI should know today. by close of business today. All Although right. with HIPAA laws, we may never yeah, know. But yeah, exactly. Yes, we will know. Shanahan will be like, I don't even know if he's going to be alive next <laughs> exactly. year. So here's what Doc Pandia said. It depends on how bad the tear is on the MRI. Now, by the way, that was a- an assumption by me on my text, if it's a tear. Right. So he's not saying it's torn. If it's a tear... I said, what are we looking at in terms of a timeline? Depends on how bad the tear is, if it's a tear. It is pretty rare for quarterbacks to need surgery in general. 
Example, Josh Allen. If they go the non-surgery route, 6 to 12 weeks, this is a non-issue. Okay? If it's bad, then there are two surgical options. A repair, a la Nick Mullins, 5 to 6 months. Yes, that's pushing the timeline of training camp, but in theory, does get you back for early August. It would be, back to his text, super rare to go down the full Tommy John reconstruction route. The only recent quarterback who has done this was Jake DeLome, and that's not even that recent, and that would be nine months. And obviously that would run into the start of the season. But he's calling that super rare. So if you're polishing your Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers take right now, understand two things. A, you are already going down a route that is, quote, super rare. And B, as free agents sit there with tears in their eyes in the locker room yesterday, you are immediately giving up the number one advantage that the 49ers have on the league right now, which is two quarterbacks for less than $10 million. I don't want the 49ers to go spend $40 million on yet another quarterback. The quarterback is Brock Purdy, and the only way you even think about something like that is if this is super rare and needs a full overhaul reconstruction. But short of that, and let's just say it's the, the middle, six month? The middle yeah. of the three, six months, then you're talking about he's out until August, or even beyond that, let's say it's the six to 12 week variety where you don't need surgery and you, you just need it to calm down. There are people out there who believe that Brock Purdy and certainly Trey Lance aren't good enough to get you over the hump. So there is that that idea out there that mm. these quarterbacks aren't good enough to lead you to where you want to be. And if Tom Brady is available for one year, and I know cap-wise, the salary cap is going up by about $15 million. I just saw the report this yep. morning. So the salary cap is going up. So everybody's got more cap room than they thought. And as you take a look at the autopsy of this year, and you look at Brock Purdy, Purdy's great. Tom Brady, one year of Tom Brady, it's very tempting. Is it? It's, it's tempting for some. I don't know what evidence we have from just this year alone that Tom Brady's got a better chance of getting you over the top than Brock Purdy. Well, Tom Brady is. I mean, I mean Tom, Tom Brady's Brady had a better career old, than Brock Purdy's had. A better had. career. We he can certainly say that. Didn't have a better year, not even close. Well, he threw for more yards, he well, threw more <laughs> passes. Like twice as many games. I mean, if, if we want to talk about he didn't throw for, values. He didn't throw, he didn't have. Uh, if you if you run Brock Purdy, if you double those numbers out for a full year, he didn't have a better year, uh, not not even close. So I, I, I'm just again. saying in terms of what you might look at as an organization. I myself, if Brock Purdy's not out for six months, you come back with Brock and you put Trey in as the yeah. number two, and you find a veteran quarterback to be the number three, and you get quarterback number four on speed dial, and you make sure that quarterback number five is available <laughs> for when you need him. Right. And the other thing I, I think you uh, have to look at now is maybe in these big games having three quarterbacks active. As much as it seems a I, little bit of a throwback ideology, use that 46th roster spot on a quarterback. I because totally agree. Of their yeah. 46 guys yesterday... Is there one or two players that you had active that you could have done without in order to have another quarterback? It's just interesting. And by the way, who would, would yeah. that quarterback have been? Do we know who their third quarterback is on the roster, not the counting Jimmy squad. or Trey? Who was that dude? No, there was that dude. <laughs> there was that dude earlier this who year. Who was that dude? He either came from the Packers or he went to the Packers. Kyle, you'll know who I'm talking about. He had kind of a funny name. Quarterback who went to the Niner practice squad for about four weeks in the middle of the year. Um, and man, they Kurt let him Benkert. go. Banker, thank you. There you go. That dude. That dude. There you go. That guy could have been ready. Oh, Bankert versus Mahomes. Could have happened. Uh, Xavier in San Jose real quick. Hey, uh, Xavier, what are you doing? Man, I'm driving home and dropped off my daughter at daycare. And uh, you pretty much made my point already with uh, Joe Thomas, but I want to add another point. With uh, everybody's trying to give Josh Johnson a pass, talking about uh, he was playing an impossible spot. Man, Brock Purdy was playing an impossible spot when he came off the bench. I remember reading that last week his tight end from college was like, yeah, you know, Brock wasn't disappointed to be drafted last, but he always told them, he's like, well, my number's called, I'll be ready. 
I played fullback in high school. I remember sophomore year. I was the only sophomore on my team. I got to start running back because our third running back was out. I fumbled the first sweep. I never saw the football again. That's right. That was the standard at the school level. Man, we're talking about a 15-year NFL pro. This dude can't handle a snap? That's all I got to say, man. I, I'm not giving that dude a pass for nothing. Yeah, Xavier, I, I'm going yeah, to split the difference on Your that. Your high school fullback career is just like a 15-year veteran <laughs> well, coming out of mothballs and facing the most daunting pass rush in pro football and making a simple him. mistake. Take it easy I on him. I will not take it easy on him. How many times him? are we talking about Scott Foster and you bring up CYO? Take it easy on my man I never Xavier. compare my judgment take to that easy. of Scott Foster. Take it easy ever. on my man Xavier because he you has a point. You cannot criticize a pro quarterback who hasn't played at all outside of garbage time you're, and he makes a physical mistake. You're both right. You're both right. No, no he's I, Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Wrong. Josh Johnson is not ready for that moment, wasn't built to be ready for that moment, but he's an adult. You got four chances to pick up a ball, pick up the ball. Pick up the ball. Because it's that easy, Mark. I mean, Yeah. Like they threw the ball right to his chest, and he dropped it. Right, and then he tried to pick it up, and he dropped, and he dropped it. it. And then he tried to pick it up, and, and he, he dropped it. it. And then he tried to dive By the on way, it. Go back and watch that film, and you tell me what his offensive line were doing on that play. Yeah, they didn't. You know, know how many of them dove into the pile? Because well, they didn't know the ball was on the ground. Because he dropped the ball that was thrown at yeah, his chest. Zero is uh, the answer, Mark. <laughs> sponsored by Pfizer and Warrior calls next on Willard and Dibs. Oh my God. Now back to Willard and Dibs. Take it away, Mark. All right, Steph, you take it away. It's your town now, right? No 49er football. No Giants baseball. Steph, take it away. It's time for Tupac. You take it away. All eyes on me. You know what I'm saying? That's a three. Uh, <laughs> I, I just saw a Guru in the hall. Can't give yourself the numbers. I it's it was an honor of Guru. Okay, got mad at you. I knew you wouldn't Guru's, get the reference. Guru's getting coming in hot. All no, eyes I got on your, me. I got you. No, we uh, I got you. We got into a uh, it was a positive shouting match over our pride. Those are my favorite. Our pride of the morning roast, Butcher and Bonte. and uh, the absolute onslaught that they face walking in the stadium yep. and. I said this to them in the changeover. I've been critical of both collectively, individually. It's what I do, Mark. I keep it. I keep it real. You keep it real. You know Dibs. that. Yes. I keep it a buck. <laughs> However, and I texted them both this right. Maybe it was Instagram or Twitter. I can't remember anymore. But very proud of both of them for representing and 
just taking the high road because I don't know if you've seen the video. I'm sure oh, you have. Oh, but oh, for oh, all oh. of you out there, go to our Twitter page. It's our pinned tweet, 957 The Game. And the gauntlet that they walked through to get into the stadium, Philly fan, shame on you. And Mark, shame on you for Why? trying to sell them short. Philly sell fans short. came hard. No, they kept it real. It. Oh, yeah. There you go. They brought, they brought it's the my heat. new least favorite phrase in the English language. <laughs> Basically, keep it I real. Keep it real. Keep it real has, has turned into one of two things. You're either just being a negative Nelly or you're being a moron. That that's that's what keeping it real now means. You call me a moron. No, I'm calling internet I, I, crap. I'm calling Philly fans morons. They kept it real. I Mark. love it. Bonte and Joe went through a gauntlet. No, they, they went did. through a gauntlet of mentally ill humans. Is what they went through. I love that we prop this up in sports. Shout out mental oh, illness. Oh, they come hard. No, you're idiots. You're idiots. Bonte even told the story of when he turned, and this wasn't on the way into the stadium, but earlier in the week. Some little rat-a-tat teenager came up and yappity yap yap yap. Bonte is six five and not small anywhere. Oh. Turned and took one step toward the guy, and the guy goes, "It's just, it's just a game. Size it's just a game. Matters. It's just a game." <laughs> oh, oh, Philly fan. Oh, now it's just a game. Now it's just a game. Okay. Bonte's a stretch four. Get the hell out of here. In any league, I love. You know what? Great. Good for you, Philly. You can wake up this morning and tell yourselves that you did that. Is because you are hard and you created a very intimidating environment. I don't even know how anybody was able to function in there. How many delay games? How many false starts? <laughs> with quarterback eight? What? Whatever. Uh, yeah, there were. It wasn't because. There weren't any with Brock Purdy. Well, none. Because he was in there for six snaps. Well, uh, Josh Johnson, he had hands over ears. The plays were late coming in. Yeah, that's the on. The crowd noise that's was a on factor. Kyle as well. The crowd noise was not a factor. You're ripping Kyle. I yeah. like to see it. It's about time. Because you know what? So ridiculous. Kyle can't win the big one. Listen, listen, listen nobody, nobody. Fire Kyle right you now. Are not, Maybe later. You're not going to get me to be against the idea of, like, hard fandom. Like, go crazy, right? Joe walking down the street uh, in Barcadero with the flag getting ready for Giants-Dodgers. Like, be a crazy person. God, I hate that guy. But deciding that you are, like, an intimidating force to other people? <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, you threw ketchup. You threw ketchup, and it got on Joe's shirt. You know what he's going to do? This is crazy now. He's going to wash it. and then He got gonna, hit with ketchup? He's going to move on with his life. Like, you didn't, you didn't do anything. I know anything. he got hit with beer, you're, and I saw in the video there was water. just and... a weirdo who threw ketchup at someone. That's all you are. You're not an intimidation sensation. That's a buck. You're somebody who needs therapy. All right. Ketchup uh, can be pretty intimidating. <laughs> And by the way, I've yeah, always you, gone with cats. If, if you think if you think it's blood, now why why do you do that to the letter H? Letter it was always cats up growing up. Uh, I, it was I know. never ketchup. Well, some spell ketchup is what the... you do when you're down thirty-one to seven <laughs> and you're unable to throw the football. Now that is a three. I'll take it. it. Might even be a four. I'll give us right. a two. Is it T or is it TC? I got a lot of letters going on here. It's TC. It's TC in Sacramento. Uh, hey TC, well you're on with Willard and Dips. What are you doing? <laughs> Well, there I'm Dad. What's up, bro? How you guys doing, man? What's good, TC. I'm sick, man, right now, but I just can you guys hear me? We got you, buddy. Hello. We got you. Okay. All right. Yeah, just I, I had a few points. It, it's TC, but um, just to get on the airways, like I don't. What What was Josh Johnson doing before he got the concussion and and fumbled the ball? He was doing okay. I'm just not going to get on the airways and rip Josh Johnson. You hear what I'm saying? He did what he could do. And also, not to, like, jump ahead, we got all offseason to talk about this, but why in the head Trey Lance doesn't have a shot? He's not going to come in as QB2. It's going to be an open competition, or we just have to draft a third-string quarterback. The Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers talk, let's put that to bed, everybody. We have a nice quarterback room. We need to be focused on who are we bringing in as a third, maybe even a fourth-string quarterback. Who can we bring in as a right tackle? What is Trent Williams doing? You get what I'm saying? We have a lot of questions and you know what I'm saying and putting together with this team. But as far as like the loss, we lost Purdy, yeah, but Josh Johnson was doing okay. I'm with you, Dibs. We don't know what Josh Johnson could have did if he would have stayed healthy. We could have maybe won the game. It wasn't like he came in and stunk up the place. He hit a few passes. <laughs> 
I mean, again, that, that was legit. no, TC, TC, I'm, I'm with I'm, you, TC. I'm Thank not you. coming down his road, but but stop with he came in and looked okay. No, he didn't. He he looked completely flustered. He dropped the ball. He threw the ball at people's shins. He he had no sense of the pass rush. Was it in his face in a very difficult pass rush? Yes. Brock also, Purdy had no sense of the pass rush. Well, no, stop. He, That's not true. I mean, Brock he, Purdy fumbled. Josh Johnson fumbled. The only time he got touched, and they're completely different fumbles, and you know that. Don't don't well, say that. No, no, no. Don't but say for that. you to despair. That, Josh Johnson. Josh I'm not, Johnson. I'm not disparaging him. It sounds like you're disparaging, I'm not disparaging him. him. I am. I am refuting the idea that he quote unquote looked okay. He looked okay. No, he didn't. He looked completely overwhelmed the whole time. He scored more points than Brock Purdy. Thanks, dude. And I, I hate Thanks. to. I hate to throw Thanks facts for your, at you. Your quirky analysis is always welcome. I mean, they both I mean, fumbled, on. and Josh Johnson's fumble was worse because he never actually had the football. Uh-huh. But as far as awareness. Brock Purdy on the fumble. Okay. I mean, okay. did he not sh- show a lack of awareness that he was about to get pulverized? Um, he did not. He underestimated how quickly Reddick was going to get there. Yeah. Yep. Boy, yep. sure, sure, did. sure he did. That's pretty understandable if you ask me. Uh, Red and Gold Reaction is brought to you by San Francisco Sheriff's Office. Your future begins here. Visit sfsheriff.com and apply today. His first point is worth discussion, though. Okay. Um, he's right on one, he's wrong on the other when it comes to Trey Lance. He said Trey Lance is, is going to get a, a chance. Yeah, Trey Lance has a chance. You got you to go win the job. However, you are going to have to win the job out of the QB2 slot. You are not coming in, even Steven, equal competition. Sorry. I mean, if well, you, surgery pending, if surgery Brock Purdy, pending, if thank Brock Purdy's you. out for six months, then maybe he is. Then he comes in as QB one. Brock Purdy, a healthy Brock Purdy is QB one. Facts. I agree. Okay, I agree. And that's just where we are. If you don't like it, that's fine. You don't have to love it. Well, uh, Kyle Shanahan already said as much, if I'm not mistaken, according well, to the Mike Silver article. It's a sourced report. Yes, right. yes. He has not said so publicly, um, not out of his mouth at a podium or anything Brock like Purdy that. But if Brock needs surgery on his ulnar collateral ligament, which we won't know until maybe later today or maybe tomorrow or the next day, if he's out for six months... This throws that question into sure. wild, wild speculation. Because if you don't have faith in Trey Lance and Brock Purdy is out until August 1st, then as an organization, what do you do? That will be interesting. It could that be. That will be interesting. Hopefully we don't yeah. have to face it. Hopefully we don't. So we'll get that news soon. We'll be all over it at that time. We'll keep going with your calls at 888-957-9570. Keep it coming on YouTube and Twitch and the Xfinity mobile text line as well. Old man Steve is in the city next up on this one. Hey, Steve, what are you doing? What's going on, fellas? Hey, good talking to you guys again. I talked to you last week about my start of my literally career at Jackson Playground. Yes, sir. Um... Hey, I'm really ticked right now, man, uh, with uh, Ward and Garoppolo and how they were acting yesterday. I don't know. Maybe it's nothing, but it just rubbed me the wrong way. Um, the way Garoppolo was smiling on the sidelines. <laughs> um, and then Ward's comments after the game. Just, I don't know. It just See ticked it. me off uh, something fierce. What, what was it that Ward um, said specifically, Steve, that you didn't like? We'll get to the Garoppolo smile in a second because uh, color me not shocked that this came up today, but but what was the Ward thing that bothered you? So they're interviewing him after the game and they're talking to him about, well, the, you know, we don't think that was an appearance and we didn't think that this was a, we thought this was a drop ball. And he goes, oh, that's it? Well, I played really well today. And he's smiling and talking about the friends he's made and I, I don't know. It just rubbed me the wrong way because McCaffrey came up to the to the podium and he he, he was close to crying. Yeah. So what, why is this guy in the in the locker room? You know. I, 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 I don't know, Steve. You ever been to a funeral before? Is everybody crying the same way? Like I, I, I just I don't I, I don't like that we do this to people. We ask them to all process emotion the exact same way. There's two different things going on here. A, I, I don't know how Jimmy Ward and Christian McCaffrey are gonna differ in the way they process things. And B, they're in very different spots. McCaffrey's on this team next year. 
and and Ward may not be. And so his mind went to a reflective place, and this is true for Garoppolo as well. And I love that the cameras caught him one time, and he happened to have a smile on his face, and that means that Jimmy Garoppolo now is rooting against the 49ers, laughing and having fun, and thinking that this is all wonderful. Like Jimmy Ward, I think what offends people is he referred to it as they yes, immediately. Because and yeah. and he's he just from what I heard from the sound, and I think you have it on your on your board there. If you're interested in playing it, I don't know if it's up there or not, but the morning roast played it. Uh, he's talking a lot about they, and there was a sense of like the team kind of misused me, and I'm out of here anyway. Kind of a vibe which rubs people the wrong way. Been doing that all year, exactly. He's but, been doing but it all year. To hear it in the post game sure. might be a little bit annoying. As for Jimmy Garoppolo, what about the fact that when Brock Purdy came back onto the field, clearly hurt and limited, he and George Kittle were laughing in the huddle. And they weren't laughing about, oh, isn't this great? We're getting our butts kicked. They were laughing over the fact that we're in this situation. Let's make the most of it. Right. So for Jimmy Garoppolo, for fans to look at Jimmy Garoppolo smiling on the sideline and think some kind of way about how Jimmy was feeling, that I'm not here for any of that. I, I just It's like we want even in tiny little snippets, two-second moments, we want all of these people to look like they're going through massive manic depression because of what's happening on the field. They're experiencing this. Didn't you get to a point in the fourth quarter yesterday where you're like, geez, you just got to laugh. This is ridiculous. You just got to laugh at this. Yeah, it was even before that. Yeah, and that's where Purdy and Kittle were. When it's it like, became oh clear that... We're playing that, a football game without the use of a forward pass. Exactly. When like, it was clear that doing? Brock Purdy couldn't throw it any longer and Kyle Shanahan showed no interest in... A desperation. Granted, it's a desperation move, but the desperation of razzle-dazzle, except for the one time where it was snap to McCaffrey, pitch, pitch, back to McCaffrey. I mean, that's something that I would have liked to see earlier and maybe a little bit more often. And granted, it's probably not going to work, but what also we knew wasn't going to work was handed off every single time. Everybody in the link knew that Brock Purdy couldn't throw the football further than five yards. So, why not try something else? David in San Francisco is next up on the Weather and Dibs. Hey, David, what are you doing? Uh, just listening to uh, the morning shows and all, and listening. And I, I just, you're, you're talking about the fans and everybody else in Philly, and you guys are all making excuses on it. And, and the fact of the matter is, the best team won. David, David, recite the excuse. Recite the excuse, David. I'm not going to let you use a big generalization there. Recite it. Let me finish. Let me finish what I have to say. Uh, Because Mahomes and and Hurt are both. Hurt has a torn rotator cuff, and and Mahomes has a high ankle sprain. Got two quarterbacks that are hurt. Went out and played. It happened. You're talking about you were you, you specifically throwing out Purdy like he's Joe Montana. Joe Montana got killed with the Giants and still plays with the broken back. So what you're saying, stop making excuses. They got gave up. They ran on them. They out-muscled them. They out-physicaled them. They were the better team the whole year, and that's what happened. <laughs> so, so quit making excuses. David, stop. you still haven't, you still haven't recited the excuse, David. Recite it. What's the excuse? The game. You're making excuses. I know, because you're not. You 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 haven't played or anything. So neither of you, David. You're a caller on a radio show, and you got one more chance to answer my question, or then we're going to move on with our show. Recite the excuse, please. What's your question? Yeah, I've already asked it three times. Thanks, David. Appreciate it. Uh, I'm not talking about Brock Purdy like he's Joe Montana, but going into yesterday, the man had never lost a football game. I think actually with what happened in the football game after Brock Purdy left shows damn well what that man can do in a football game. He is pretty damn good. And I find it, or actually I should better say it because, Dibs, you said this already earlier today. It is downright offensive what gets done to athletes in media by fans when we do this to their physicality. To question Brock Purdy's toughness because 
Jalen Hurts is, quote, playing through a torn rotator cuff, which you just it's made not. up, by the it's way. It's not. That's not a fact. That is a lie. It's a capsule injury. And, and he, he was playing limited. And Patrick and Mahomes with a high ankle sprain. Absolutely. Which we don't know how high and we don't know how sprained. No, we don't. But it, And at the same time, we don't know about Brock Purdy. We don't. But if this is a torn UCL and you're telling him that he should be able to play through that when this man literally told you and you could see it on the sideline how insanely painful it was for him to throw a ball five yards and for you to question that toughness and compare that to two different people with two totally different injuries one of which happened seven weeks ago come on man that has nothing to do with excuses that has to do with you being unfair to another human being i just don't one thing that i've always tried to do in this job is default to the pro athlete when it comes to injuries because you don't know what each individual injury affects each individual person. Let's just say it's a sprained UCL and nothing's torn and he has a sprained ligament in his elbow but he felt pain to where it was from his elbow to his hand on the inside and the outside of his arm and he felt Brock Purdy the man who's experiencing the pain in his arm, he felt like he was unable to go out there and throw the football. So for me, sitting on my couch, by the way, under a blanket, because the baby was asleep in the garage, and so we keep the door open and we turn the heat off. It was 61 degrees in my house. I'm under a blanket. You watch this game under a blanket? With my slippers on. Oh, my gosh. And I'm going to sit there Tremendous. under a blanket <laughs> and look at Brock Purdy and say, Oh, you five-letter word! Exactly. How can you exactly. not play through that? But P.S. Can I get can I get my earmuffs on because yeah. I'm a little bit chilly? Yeah, so you're all cozy. Man. One thing, Mark, that I try to never do in this job, Good even for though you. even though as I'm watching it and you see him on the sideline with his jacket on, his helmet on, he looks fine. Get out there and there's, play. There's, but at the same time, none of us knows the level of pain that he was in, and the level of ineffectiveness with which he was going to be able to play. It's very well said, and I just think... Warm blanky, too. Do you know how many people there are in this world who can't even see their own belt, who look at television sets and question other people's toughness? Oh, he's fast. Who have helmets and pads on and who are getting hit by Hassan Reddick. I would barf if Reddick even uh, tried to approach me with that kind of look in his eye. And 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 now Brock's a weenie. Many of these it's people just so ridiculous. are the same people so ridiculous. who call in sick when their <laughs> their thermometer <laughs> right. reads 99.1. Thank you. Or if I have a little bit of a sniffle. Or if I have an ingrown toenail, I'm going to call in sick. So I have another beer. It's just, I'm all for ripping yeah. people, Mark. You know that. I'm very critical. But when it comes to questioning the toughness of some of the toughest people in all of sports, even there, I pump the brakes. Raheem and Vallejo next up uh, here on uh, Willard and Dibs. Hey, Raheem, what you doing? Hey, what's going on, my guy? How you doing? What's up, Ryan? Good, good. I, I, uh, what I want to talk about today, man, just give me a couple seconds. I know y'all busy. I, I listen to y'all show every day. Okay, man, and, and I think y'all doing great work also. But the reason I'm calling today, man, I think Kyle Shanahan may be cursed, man. I think this goes all the way back to the Falcons when they blew the Super Bowl years ago. And I think it's just following him, man. Some some strange going on, man. You go through four quarterbacks, and that's a whole lot. i never seen it before. I know y'all saying the same thing. i never seen that before. I think he's... They just be cursed, man. So, I don't I mean, know. Y'all tell me what y'all think. Well, I, listen, I don't, I don't personally really believe in curses, and I don't know if you mean that legitimately or if you mean that sort of just as tongue-in-cheek. Um, I get the sentiment, though. Uh, I, I still, and you and I have gone over this a bunch of times, I don't put what happened between Atlanta and New England in the Super Bowl on Kyle Shanahan's head coaching resume because he was not the head coach. He also right. was not the defensive coordinator that watched a 25-point lead evaporate um so to pin it on him i think is is silly we've gone over that a number of times but he gets the same credit that the defensive coordinator and the quality control coach and all the rest of them get the idea that the 49ers have now gone a decade and have one season where the quarterback is played from the beginning to the end is freaking wild it's wild. Oh, it's something to, to be looked at from a, a more macro standpoint. And I look at yesterday, Mark, and I just put this on the YouTube feed, and I encourage you all to follow us on YouTube and also on Twitch. To me, 
if you boil this all down to the bottom line, the better team won. And the better team won because their defense was able to take not one, but two quarterbacks out with their physicality. Both legal hits on both plays. The offensive line of the 49ers was not as good as the defensive line of the Philadelphia Eagles. And on those two individual plays, plays that turned the game, Philadelphia was better. They were the better team. They were the more physical team. And I look at this organization, and you're right. One year, they had their quarterback throughout the whole season. Why? That, and I, You know, I'm a big why guy. I think the 49ers need to look at a macro standpoint and say, why do we keep getting quarterbacks hurt? Is it because the quarterbacks are more prone to injury? Is it because our scheme? Is it our offensive line? Is it a little bit of all of it? Is it because we're cursed? What's the reason yeah, that I, we can't get a QB through a season? I don't. I don't share uh, that that opinion. I get it, but I don't. I don't share. To me, that it's it's quirky. It's it's bad luck, and I also don't think that we found out yesterday who the better team was. I, I think we found out that the Eagles won, yeah. and they're a great team, and they deserve to be in the Super Bowl. Um, but uh, to me, we didn't get an answer. We get an answer when you see best versus best, and uh, we won't know that. We don't get to know that always. Uh, but part and this of being is one of those better years. is being able to limit the other team ability yeah, but, to perform getting, and you're doing it through through a physical play. But that's making it sound like the, the, the he was purposefully injured. Like they got, no, he wasn't. They got a sack on that play. That does but not they, make you the better team. They put the hit you're the better team on, on the that, quarterback. Right. So you got a better you're the better team on that play. And that play turned out to be the most important play of yes, the game. It, yes it did. And it and it robbed us of four quarters of football with both teams with their quarterback. And the previous so, biggest play of the game they also were better than you because your coach turtled up and chose not to throw the red hanky. Very fair. Very so fair. If you want to look at the biggest plays of the that, game, I don't know if that makes you the better team. I think it does. How? Just, because your coach, Kyle Shanahan, locked up in a moment where well, he could have challenged a play, he made the choice not to. Yeah, that was a mistake. I don't think I don't go macro now from 10,000 feet. That makes the other team the, the better team, but that's just me. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, Jay and Concord next up on Willard and Dibs. Oh, actually hold on, Jay. Can I uh, Spadone, put Jay back on hold. I lost track of the time there just for a second. Uh, Jay, hang right there. Rest of you hang right there. Red and Gold Reaction is brought to you by Boxer and Gerson, Northern California's premier workers' compensation law firm helping injured workers get their lives back for over 40 years. And do not forget Thank God, by the way, this is therapeutic. We got a Dubs game tonight. Back in action in Oklahoma City. Warriors Live, 95.7 The Game, presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi. Unbeatable internet only from Xfinity. More of your calls on Willard and Dibs next. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.